I think most of us would probably agree that it's not great when a kid cusses, you know, like we probably try to teach our kids to not do such things, <laughs> to not be cussing. His wife, though, has got a new theory of when she wants to teach their kid when to bust out into cuss words. But do you agree with this theory? I mean, I don't have kids, so I don't know. But maybe maybe you will agree with this. It's a new Ask My Mom today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, this is a podcast. Oh, by the way, today is the 19th. Happy to have you here. We're a podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I'm starting to show off pissed mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Like beyond pissed. Like beyond, beyond pissed mm-hmm. right now. Because I don't know what I'm supposed to do about this IRS bill that I just got. Now, let's go back to what this means. And maybe there actually may be somebody that knows more about this, but obviously my CPA can't be bothered to answer his phone today. So mm. that's um, a little tricky. I got a letter from the IRS back in April and they said, Hey, um, we noticed a large amount of money difference between the, you know, what was said you spent in 2020 and what you claimed in 2020. And I was like, mm, that's weird. Okay. So I went through the form. It's like, yeah, did you, did you happen to sell a house that you forgot to, to mention? And I was like, oh, that's weird. So I hit my CPA up. I'm like, hey, dude, what the hell? Like, and I've used this guy since 2014, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm like, hey, like, I got this form from the IRS saying that I owe, you know, or that I didn't, you know, put this amount of money. Basically, it was a large amount of money. They basically said it was unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, okay, you know, and this is like right before I'm about to leave. I mean, it's like two, it's like twofold, right? Like, it's, I am. I'm like we're leaving for vacation. It's like at the beginning of April. So like I'm leaving for vacation. I'm sure he's like in the middle of tax season. Mm-hmm. He's like, shit. Okay. Um, it was left off. He's like, I don't think you sent me the information in the house. I didn't forward him the emails. Like, here's the information I literally sent you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, he's like, okay, send me this and this and this, and we'll, we'll get it. And by the way, my phone rings. Um, <laughs> I'll have to, uh, I'll have to grab. I'm watching my phone feverishly right now. Mm-hmm. Um, He's like, I'll submit it though. And then like, he didn't say anything after I gave him the, he's like, I need all your, um, I need to, we can write off any, um, uh, renovations you did to the house. So I spent a whole weekend or like a whole Saturday going through every renovation price I paid for my house and I sent it all over and I didn't hear anything back. And then I, like I'm leaving to go out of town. So I'm like, dude, is this, is this taken care of? He emails me back, says yes. And I said, okay. So I forget all about it. And during my taxes, he did say something like you might hear from the IRS again, mm-hmm. but I was like, Okay. Well, I didn't really know what that meant, mm-hmm. but now today I get, well, even worse. And this is the, I, I swear to God, this UPS or this USPS yes. preview thing that you get. Yes. Do you get those mom where like it sends you yeah. an email United every day? States Here's the letters are going to be in your system. inbox today. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's, it's good sometimes. I mean, I don't need to see the junk mail I'm getting today, but it's like, if you don't know, like if you see a letter from someone you're like, Oh shit, I wonder what that is all day. You're like wondering mm-hmm. what the issue is. So this morning I got into work. It's like, it's like seven o'clock and I got the email. It's like, you've got a letter from the IRS coming today. And I'm like, oh shit. Mm. And my mail doesn't kind of get here until like three or four. So go, I go work out, go to the little mail slots here in my condo. 
And I'm like, maybe, you know, I'm trying to be optimistic. I try to use optimism, you know, I really, I'm really trying to work. I'm like, maybe it's just like confirmation that everything's taken care of, you know, like I'm not going to stress about it all day. And then I open it up, I, I feel the letter and it's thick and I'm like, that's nah, not like a, mm. hey, we received your information. Thanks. Thanks for the clarity. Um, it's thick and I'm like, oh God. So I open it up and you guys, I have a bill from the IRS that is closer to a million dollars than it is to zero dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I don't make a lot of money. I just made a pretty good income on my or uh, return on my house. So mm-hmm. I have a bill for over half a million dollars mm-hmm. from the IRS right now. Uh. And the letter's like, well, since you failed to respond, here's what we propose that you owe. It's like, it's like this is not a bill, but this is what we propose that you owe. Mm-hmm. And 20% of that is a um, accuracy fee. Mm, what's that? They tack on 20% off if you're, if they're like, well, this is what you owe us because you got your taxes wrong. Oh. Oh, gosh. So well. I've tried every which way. I've emailed, I've texted, I've called my CPA's cell phone and his office phone. And I've heard absolutely nothing back. And I have no idea what that means. But now here I am. We're now two days away from yet another trip where I'm not going to be available that much. And I have no idea what's going on. So like y'all tell me, here's what's frustrating. Y'all tell me to use optimism. You're like, no, I'm I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be optimistic. It's going to be good. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. obviously my CPA took care of it. Mm -hmm. Nothing to worry about here. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you do have to kind of think the worst because like, what the hell? Now I've got a bill. Yeah. Yeah, no matter who does your taxes, you're ultimately responsible for them. That's very stressful, honey. I'm sorry. Ooh. I don't even know what to do about it now. Like, I don't feel like doing a podcast today, to be honest with you. I know. Like, I don't. Just there's not really much else on my mind. Guy. You know, so yeah. I don't. I'm like my my stress level is literally a million right now. Yeah, as we're not only that, but we've got th- two and a half days to finish the rest of the weeks worth of work and I've got it's just one of those weeks where like everything piles up and piles up and piles up and so mm-hmm. trying to get that I've got a conference in Chicago that I'm going to next month I've got to finish booking that it's just there's just it's just one of those weeks where it just happens to be a shit ton of stuff not to mention I'm you know I got three and a half work days to get five days of work done in yeah uh, breathe <laughs> just frustrating yes it is None of those things well, can you get out of easily. I mean, I mean nothing. There's nothing you really stuff that you've just got to prod through and get through it. I just wish that he would answer the phone. I do too. That would really make my life a lot easier because mm-hmm. that is not a fun bill to be sitting on right mm-hmm. now. Nope. I read this today, prepping for the radio show. I just want—I don't want to talk about this anymore. Um. This episode may be shorter, to be honest with you, because I'm just not in the mood. Um, are we spending less money at restaurants now that inflation is so high? Hmm. Like, do you find yourself, or where do you find yourself cutting mm-hmm. with inflation being so high? Do you? Because I honestly, I don't find myself making that many cuts personally. I don't. I mean, I'm going to have to now because I'm going to be <laughs> homeless on the street. Mm. I personally, I don't find myself ha- like making a lot of personal cuts. Um, 
Well, you and I are both blessed with enough income that we don't. Yeah, that's what we don't. That's what I'm curious we don't about. Live hand to mouth. Well, that but, too, and I just I don't honestly I don't spend a lot of money. Period. Yeah, you're not frivolous. Does that make sense? Like anything, yeah. anything that I'm spending, I'm not really cutting because I don't really spend a lot in the first place. Right. You know. Yeah, you're not frivolous. Um, I mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like I because I got to buy gas. Right. You know, like I got to pay my utilities. Right. Um, there's not really much more, honestly, that I. I buy on like a regular basis, maybe a video game every now and then. Well, usually you'll get those um, for free. <laughs> yeah. You shall we're all hustle those. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> there was a study that came out. That's the reason I asked. I, I'm just genuinely curious mm-hmm. if, if, if everybody is, finds themselves spending, cause I just feel like I don't spend money on a lot of things anyway. Right. Exactly. Um, but now it's the time so, to assess if you do, you know, well, this this came out. It says um, individuals uh, individuals and families spend forty percent of their budget on restaurants each month. Wow. Yeah. On restaurants, individuals and families spend forty percent of their budgets on restaurants each month. Like, and mm-hmm. this is honestly the headline of this article is talking about how, despite the inflation, most people are not cutting back on going to eat out. Forty five percent of people polled in the survey said that they are um, they eat at a restaurant at least twice a week, mm. which I don't think I go to a restaurant twice a week, but I do at least take do takeout. Yeah, same thing. Twice a week, so forty five, almost half of us are still you know doing that. People said they'd rather cut back on a lot of other things than actually cutting back on dining. Mm. So. That is 44% of people say they'd rather cut back on new clothes, which y'all I've not bought new. I've not bought. Well, that's not true. I bought a few t-shirts. Target had a sale for $4 t-shirts. So I bought some of those recently. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can't remember the last time I actually bought clothes. It was pre pandemic. Yeah. Can you remember the last time you gave some away looking at your closet? (laughs) I mean, I gave some away last time you were here. That was like the last time I did it. That's true. That was a big, that was a big haul. Yeah, I but, but so I I honestly I haven't bought any new clothes. That's why I mean <laughs> that's why like when people are asking how inflation's affecting me, it's really it's not. Forty two percent of people said they'd rather cut back on travel uh-huh. than cut back on going out to eat, which I get mm-hmm. because I get it. Um, gym memberships are also um, people say they'd rather cut back on their gym membership. Well, obviously, yeah, duh, yeah. I would way, I would re- way rather cut back on going to the gym than eating out. <laughs> trust me. Then other things like uh, rideshare services, screen, uh, streaming subscriptions, mm-hmm. uh, movies, sports events, concerts, and then personal grooming. Twenty-seven percent of people say they'd rather cut back on grooming oh. than actually cutting back on going out to eat during this uh, inflation period. Hmm. Well, um, I how long do this, these things usually last? By the way. I'm kind of like over the. I just feel like we've been going. We've been going through chaos through, from chaos to chaos. Remember COVID? Anybody remember COVID? Remember that, <laughs> that little phase we went through? I know. And then there was, there was like this war that we were like wildly obsessed with mm-hmm. for a minute, and then all of a sudden the gas prices went crazy, mm-hmm. and then it's all about inflation, right? You know, yeah. I, you know, I personally think it's going to be a while because I can't see anything in the near future that's going to change all that. I mean, gas prices are starting to go down now, but certainly the cost of food and um, those kinds of things, I don't think are going to be be going down anytime soon. Well, that's what always blows my mind is it's like, even with like the gas 
hike. Mm-hmm. Stories come out where it's like, you know, these gas companies have like record high profits during these times. And I'm like, so if I'm a company and I know that y'all, y'all are willing to pay this stuff, Mm -hmm. like why in the world would I ever go back to like, quote unquote, normal prices, you know, like, will it ever go back to normal prices? Well, we had pre-inflation normal means, but you know, every time we go through an inflation period, it never really goes back to, to where it was. It's always a a few percentage points higher yeah. than it was before. So, well, just know if you're still going yeah. out to eat a lot, then it's, um, you're not alone. Um, <laughs> but I was just wondering, like if you guys are cutting back, I'm just kind of curious on where, yeah, where, like where you're cutting back, you know, yeah. like where, what are you having to cut back on? Mm-hmm. Um, luckily most of my travel was booked before everything got crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's a blessing. Yeah, that is. Uh, I am taking a trip to Atlanta, but mm-hmm. That trip is only costing me a hundred bucks yeah. coming up for Labor Day. Yay. I'm going down to see my family. Yes. But I mean that that trip cost me a hundred bucks round trip. I mean, I'm flying Frontier, but you know, for what it's worth, it was a hundred bucks, you know. So mm-hmm. I would be curious like let us let's let's talk about like where where are you making cuts? Like where is that that nine point one percent or whatever? Like where is that coming from? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. All right, mom, let's get to our quote for today. Okay. It's from Oprah. I know for sure that appreciating whatever shows up for you in life changes your personal vibration. You radiate and generate more goodness for yourself when you're aware of all you have and not focusing on your have-nots. That's funny about what we just talked about, right? About inflation and where you're cutting back. But, you know, we should be grateful for what we have right now. And that we are able, that we have the means to even cut back, you know? Yeah. I mean. Well, it is true. So. I mean, I think times like this, you have to kind of be thankful. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to have any money pretty soon. I'm going to have, I'm going to be uh, bankrupt now, for you years to optimistic. come. No. Uh, but I think that it's the only way we can kind of get through times like mm-hmm. this, you know? Yeah. And it, if you're it, looking at everything around you, like it's just utter chaos, which mm-hmm. it's still in, in a sense kind of is. Yes. It's so funny. You know what I like about the weekends? This is what I genuinely like about That you're not the in touch with the news. <laughs> I'm not in touch with the news. I'm not in touch with like the outside world. Like I don't know. There's something so peaceful mm-hmm. about being alone to me mm-hmm. um, because the second that I get back into work mode, mm-hmm. it's like Monday morning rolls around. So I really don't, I don't really keep up with the news. Like I heard JLo got married over the weekend, yeah. but I didn't really, I don't really check in as much. Yeah. You know, because when you do, I think I told you that when I, I was going, I was like, I haven't seen a CNN <laughs> update in a while. Yeah. And then I realized it's because I hadn't, hadn't opened my CNN update. Cause usually I don't open the, I just read the headlines that come across the push notifications mm-hmm. from your phone. Mm-hmm. Right. I'd rarely actually open the. Thing. And what happens is after a while, if you don't open the an app on the iPhone, at least what it will do is it will, um, it'll delete the app from your phone. Mm-hmm. At least my settings do that. I don't know if everybody's phone does that, but mine will after so long, it basically like, deletes right. it. And so I was like, I don't know. Like I haven't seen a, a CNN notification in quite some time. Mm-hmm. And then I. I was like, oh, wait, wait, it's because I hadn't opened it up. So I, I redownloaded it. It's so stressful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like my life got like, like exponentially more stressful right. because like I'm just constantly getting inundated with like, I'm like, why do I do this? Why yes. do I, why do I do this? I mean, I can remember, you know, when I worked, one of the things that I did enjoy was 
just listening to NPR in the morning, you know, on the way to work. And I would feel like I had everything I needed for the day. (laughs) I didn't need to listen to any more news. And now I listen to the national news for 30 minutes in the evening and that's it. And even Jim has stopped listening to, um, to the news as much as he used to, which is really great. I'll bet he's cut down on it 30, 40%. He's watching more sports and other things, you know, Um, than listening to the news. I mean, used to, used to be that anytime you walked in this house, at least two of the TVs were on CNN. You know, (laughs) so like you couldn't go from one room to the other without missing, you know, without missing something. I mean, oh, it's crazy. But he's gotten right. really a lot better about that. And I think it's, well, it's really helped his stress level. That's, it's kind of a side note to our quote, which is, you know, obviously just uh, look at look at what you do have. And mm-hmm. But I swear to you, like, I feel like the news just makes me feel like things are probably so much worse than they actually are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know? Well, you just don't know, you know? Is it you just don't know or it just doesn't affect you? Yeah. I've really been trying to, like, figure that out recently. Yeah. Like let's take let's take some of the more high stress issues of of the last you know I mean obviously gas prices Gosh. affect me yeah and like that was you know bad like the Ukraine thing I, there's nothing I can personally do about it which by the way today is election day and I do want to recommend everybody gets on votes oh yes um I should I was gonna mention that top of the show but sorry I got a bill from the IRS for a gajillion dollars <laughs> yeah. so I got a little distracted <laughs> but I hope you will get out and you will vote today oh definitely um that's a that's but, the strongest voice we have. I I just wonder how much news do we really need? Yeah, well, I I to just make you feel overwhelmed. I just can't take it. I mean, emotionally, yeah. I just I can't handle it. I got to the point where I couldn't watch about the Ukraine thing. Oh my god, shootings. Oh, forget it. I I just cannot do it, especially if it affects children. Oh no, it just ugh, gosh. Too much. Last night yep. we were watching Netflix and we were watching um, a documentary on Jackie Robinson, um, you know, and how he came up in the ranks of baseball and, mm-hmm. oh, all the abuse he took. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, when they were screaming nasty things at him on the ball field and, and Jim had to say, Nancy, it's okay. It's just a movie. And it's probably mm-hmm. over-dramatized. And I said, oh, my God, that makes me ill. You know, yeah. it's just like, ugh. I don't know. As, as I'm getting older, it's like affecting me more and more. Mm-hmm. Like it's just affecting me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's your quote for today. Yeah. Don't forget, Cozy Earth Sheets is what we have a massive discount mm-hmm. for you right now. I hope that I, I keep it. Nothing makes me happier than seeing the people uh, every day. It's almost like there's another certified fan that's posting their Cozy Earth Sheets on the certified fans mm-hmm. page. And it's just awesome because I know that you're getting the best night's sleep of your life. Man, I don't think I've been more excited to promote a product than I am than Cozy Earth Sheets. So comfortable. They were voted Oprah's favorite things four years in a row. Like, boom. These things are a big deal. They, I promise you, they will be the softest sheets you'll ever sleep on your whole entire life. And right now, it's a massive discount for these bamboo sheets. Bamboo, softer, by the way. Way softer than cotton. Way breathable. Or, or, more breathable, <laughs> more breathable than cotton, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Um, and uh, right now, with this 40% off discount, it, there's no excuse of why you should not get these cozy earth sheets, 40% off y'all 40%. I don't want you to miss this sale. And a lot of people, how long does the code last for? Honestly, I don't know because I probably should be in better touch with the sales department for the podcast. I'm not, you know, they just say, Hey, here's the commercials you have this week. Here's the discounts you have. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) 
So I want you to take part of this. I mean, don't take it from me. You, you can ask all the certified fans. Like these sheets are so comfortable. It's time for you to get like a grown up set of sheets. If you're still buying sheets from Target, Walmart, Amazon, Home Goods, the ones you know that end up just being completely faded and you know stretched out in two years. These sheets come with a 10-year warranty, and it's a strong 10-year warranty. I mean, if anything happens, you're going to send them back, and they'll send you a new, a new set of sheets. So you know for the next 10 years, you'll be sleeping on the world's softest sheets. It's a pretty dang good deal if you ask me. So uh, do this. Go to CozyEarth.com. CozyEarth.com. Get your, uh, your, your sheets. You can look at their bedding, uh, any bedding, their towels. They have loungewear now as well. Pick out whatever you want. You can save 40% off that with uh, coupon code Kramer40, Kramer40 at, uh, at CozyEarth.com. All right. In the second half of Certified Mama's Boy for this Tuesday. First off, we're going to thank Certified Fans for being here. We appreciate you so much. Certified Fans are people that can donate $6 a month to our show, and we're super thankful for that. And You get a bunch of perks by doing so. Mom, you want to explain the perks? Sure. They're... Um wonderful people that help us financially to keep the show going they get discounts on merch they get bonus mama text they're the first for any exciting news they get a shout out on a show and they get a shout out on our fans page that's right if you want to chip in and help make 24 episodes of certified mama's boy every single month if it means a lot to you then text the word fans f-a-n-s fans to 888-Kramer8 you can go in the show notes as well and it's a really big help. We do need more people this month. So please text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Uh, we are going to spin the wheel today. We go back when there's somebody, not somebody new. We just thank somebody that's been here. Uh, 246 is our certified fan today. So let's go over to Mesa, Arizona today. And okay. hello to A-M-E-E. Amy? I'm going to go with Amy. It could be Amy, but and let's see. You know what? This is what I do with a radio show, by the way. Mm-hmm. When I don't know how to pronounce something. I just literally type in the, the name, and then I type in pronunciation. Most good podcasts would have done this beforehand, mm-hmm. but um, apparently it's <laughs> French. So mm, Me. It's pronouncenames.com. All right, here we go. This is how you say Amy. Amy. Ah, I got it. Amy. Amy. Okay. There you go. Got it. Ami. Ami is a certified fan of the day. Ami B. Ami B. Ami B. Ami B. Ami B. I love her. With a name like Nancy Nancy, you've got to love that. Ami B is a certified mm-hmm. fan. Has been now since the 23rd. So this is your anniversary, two year anniversary week. Awesome. Mesa, Arizona. Shout out. Mom, let's uh, yes. let's give Ami B uh, uh, some love for today okay. for being a certified fan. Yes. Whoop, whoop to Ami B. We're so Appreciate grateful for you. you. We yep, do. you're the best. Um, quick reminder, as we're getting some business taken care of, the show will be on hiatus coming up next week. I will be in Utah sweating my ass off. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll be on hiatus coming up on next week. All right, mom, let's um, let's do Ask My Mom. Okay. We're like flooded with Ask My Moms right now. I don't, I don't know if it's um, just July. It's been crazy. Ask My Mom is an advice segment that we do Tuesdays and Thursdays. And if you ever have a dilemma that you want to run past my mom, who's been a mom for a very long time now, uh, feel free to go to certifiedmomsboy.com and submit your story under the contact page. And we will um, 
We'll talk it out on the podcast. That'll be our, our plan. And then you, as a listener to this podcast, we would love it if you hop in. I forget. Was it, oh, I was listening to Mark Groves' podcast um, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how we can learn so much through other people's human experience, right? Like yes. you can read things all you want, but when you hear people's actual experiences, it really does. And that made me think about ask my mom because what happens now is, you know, you may have some advice or maybe you've been through something before mm-hmm. where your life experience could actually help somebody out. So I hope you'll always consider calling if you, uh, if you've got some feedback or you get some recommendation on some advice on where to go with this. So mom, let's get okay. into it. Let's go. Dear Mama Nancy, my wife is normally sane, but this is crazy. She says her parents taught her and her siblings to swear loudly if they were ever in danger, and she wants to teach our kids a string of cursing that would embarrass a sailor. The idea is that a young child saying a really bad word gets attention. If they say it loudly, it's impossible to ignore. And if they should, and if they should put several swear words, and if they should, I think, hang on, and if they should say several swear words, it may save their life. She thinks it is more effective than yelling help or crying or kicking and screaming because kids throw tantrums all the time. I just found this out when my five-year-old son yelled the F word last night. I asked her about it, and she admitted she's rehearsing with him and his seven-year-old sister while I'm at work. I'm worried that they won't think of using it when they need to and will only use it when they shouldn't. Is this a great idea or the worst parenting ever? Wow. <laughs> oh, my. Well, I can say that um, I have never heard of that, and I don't believe I would would teach my children to swear. To keep them safe, I think I would find another way. I'm not sure what all that would be. I mean, the theory is not crazy. Like the theory is not wrong, though. It's um, not. I mean, and it's true. I've that never heard that and, before. And, and pitching a tantrum is common. I mean, you know. Yeah, no I've never, would- I've never, I've never heard that before. I mean, I don't think I've ever heard that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that I hate the theory that much. Cause yeah, if I if I hear a kid screaming like f f f, you know, like I mean, I think I well, I don't know. I feel like I hear if I hear a kid screaming anything, I'm probably gonna go try to get attention, right? Yes. Like, yes. Um, I would I would assume, but like for example, I where was I? This oh, over the weekend I was over at the, over this park, and these kids were like screaming and like, I thought that cause I'm not around a bunch, a bunch of kids. You got to remember this. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was taking Kiki for a walk over the weekend and I heard a bunch of kids screaming. I got like, I got genuinely panicked. Mm-hmm. Like it just sounded like they were in danger. I look over and the moms are still just sitting over on the bench, like mm-hmm. not even, <laughs> not even phased. Yeah. And I think, I think the kid was just being a kid. So I'm wondering though, because, since y'all, y'all, I don't know what is it. Y'all get this, and I, this is like my friends with kids. If I dated somebody with kids, it's like you have this. It's like you tune it out. Uh huh. Like you absolutely one hundred percent tune it out. So like to where I might be pretty, um, what's the word? I might be pretty pro, not prone, but um, 
tuned in to hearing a kid scream, mm-hmm. you know, you may not be. Right. Because you're just so used to it. Yeah. Like you may hear a kid true. screaming and not think twice about it. Yeah. So mm, is it teaching them bad? Like, I don't know. I don't know about this one because if you're teaching your kid, this is also like a only use this in this word, like in in a crisis moments of danger. Yes. Is it almost putting like this? um, Like, like imagine like a fire hydrant or a, 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 what do you call those things? Is that a fire hydrant? No. A, um, those things you, p- you put underneath your not smoke detector you put underneath your um kitchen sink and you have a kitchen fire you pull fire it out extinguisher. fire extinguisher thank you yeah it's like those like when you have this in a glass case and it's like only only break this and in, in use of emergency so you're like listen right. only use this f word if you're in danger i feel like as a kid you're always gonna be okay this word obviously means something <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh very important so i'm only uh-huh. gonna use this in extreme circumstances i don't know i don't know that i hate it do you hate it, mom? You hate it? Uh, you know, I don't hate it, but I don't know. I don't know that there's not a better way. I wonder, okay, I two questions there's here. There's got to be a better way. Two questions. Number one, anybody else ever done this before? Maybe this is a common thing. Yeah. Number two, do you hate it? Like when you hear the theory, like I understand at first you're like, oh, I don't know, man, we shouldn't be teaching our kids to say these words, but if it's used in that certain way, could it be different, you know? 888-Kramer8. I would love to hear from anyone that was taught to cuss only in extreme circumstances, like danger circumstances, or just get some feedback on this and see what you think. 888-Kramer8. It's 888-Kramer8. Mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. I'm going to go blow up my CPA cell phone because WTF. I'm literally in a massive ball of anxiety right now. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of Certified Mama's Boy. Good days, bad days, everything. You're still here. I appreciate that. We're on so many episodes now. We're over 500, which is just crazy. Almost 540. Uh, so thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you. See you tomorrow. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.